Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your Port Alberto, and of course, this is the Black Hand 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good week. I had one myself, but I've been kind of down lately. But uh, as with everything, that too shall pass. Um, it's kind of weird. I haven't done this in a week. And, um, I figure you're probably wondering where the hell I've been for the last week. But, um, I gotta make a living, so that's what I've been doing. And, um, trying to get in my head what I wanted to say tonight. Because it's a nice subject. It's pretty touchy. Depending on who you talk to, who you answer to, or people in random. Because everybody's not holding their tongue these days. Tonight's episode is about God. Yeah, the Lord Almighty, your Creator. Now, um, over the years, especially the last couple of years, God has not been too much on everybody's mind. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean in a way that, you know, people have just gave up and said, screw it, and I'm like that. It's just the fact that all the stuff that's going on in this world, it kind of makes you wonder... You know, and a lot of people believe that there is no God. Most of the time, it's for people that, you know, some being served their country and some kind of military, and they've seen so much action and violence and everything, you know, it kind of, you know, makes your, you know, thoughts in peril to believing or not believing. And then there's just the straight people that are atheists. They um, don't believe if there's a God at all. In fact, they think that, you know, why pray to something that you've never seen or heard of? Now, me being African-American, I was uh, raised in some churches, not all of them. But the thing about it is, it's not, it's not the preaching, it's not the church itself, it's not even sometimes the people. It is who is trying to tell you about the Lord's word. Now, um, God's word has been used for, for good things. You know, you know, helping those that need help and finding, you know, peace and tranquility and, you know, being a born-again Christian. And, you know, like everybody, that, everything that you do that's good, you, know, you thank God for it. Well, there is a kind of a gray area in between there. There's a lot of men also, there's a lot of men and women, I might say, that use God for a totally different reason. Especially in the African American churches of this day and age, not all of them, but there's some that uh, have used the word of God to sleep around, um, molest kids or boys and girls, either one or to line their pockets. So when I think of that, I think about the, the preacher I had when I moved here, back from here, you know, well, I came to visit, actually. And we had a reverend named, by the name of Mr. Posley. Now, Mr. Posley was a, um, you know, he was one of those old country preachers. One that, you know, he'd go to your churches way out in the boonies and, you know, you're sweating like bullets because you're inside this 
un, how, you know, un, uneducated or un, air conditioned building and you're listening to the word of this man that not too long ago was in a bar or at, you know some kind of strip joint or whatever you know doing his ungodly thing a lot of them have been caught with their pants down and it's not just African American churches there's Catholic churches um, you know Jewish temples and Muslim you know, mosque and Everybody believes in something. They all believe in one God or nothing. Some people are, you know, for that. And then there's some that think that, you know, it's a waste of their time. Well, if I was to be a person of that caliber, it would definitely be last year and most of this year. We have seen the most horrendous things happen between 20 and 21. We've seen many people die of a virus that hit 20 and 21. And it seems to me that people are making up their own conclusions as they go along. COVID came at a very volatile time. I mean, we had the other guy that was president. He had uproars of people using racial slurs and calling people out their name and you got this whole Karen thing going, which is really weird, and so on and so forth. So you would think that going to a church you would get some kind of a some kind of a sign or some spiritual advice or whatever. But so happens that the person that's giving you the advice is, you know, probably crooked his damn self. The last time I was in a church, well, actually, I think it's been a, it's been a very long time. The last one I went to was my uh, my uh, mother-in-law's funeral back in Nebraska. She died suddenly, and uh, everybody was at the church, you know, wishing her you know a good journey and stuff like that. And before that, it had been 15 years my uncle passed and I always ask myself why does God always take the good ones always take the ones that work for a living they take care of their family they pay their taxes never got into trouble all that shit they always take them but leave us here with the hogwash and the rapists child molesters you know killers whatever it didn't make any sense to me so my faith is kind of shaking a little bit, especially in the last seven months. And um, my brother's atheist, which he has told me reason after reason why he's atheist. And I got a brother-in-law that's also the same. I'm on the fence. I mean, I see. A, I mean, I hear about. I watch the news every day. Mostly, it's for what the weather is going to be like or whatever. And I turn the TV on and all the stuff that's going on in this world, it just makes you really wonder if there is a God, then why is he not stepping in here? I'm not saying that he's like Superman or something like that or one of these other, you know, cartoon characters. I'm just saying that there's a lot of shit going on right now. People are dying left and right this damn COVID now, this Delta shit. 
You got people shooting each other for just no fair and fucking reason. And people are getting over on people. It seems like nobody gives a damn no more. And it gets worse and worse with every passing day. So, if there is a God, a Lord Almighty or whoever you call him, then why don't he step in and handle this stuff? I mean, could it seem to me that humans are not doing it themselves? It's like letting a that's like letting a parolee out of prison after doing such buku times and get on a parole. And the first thing you do once you're out on parole is go rob a liquor store, and you're right back in the damn back in the jailhouse again. So what is the point? I mean, people, especially in the last couple of years, have lost their damn minds. I mean, I know you guys watch TV all the time, so do I. And you see what these people are saying to each other and how they act toward each other. I feel like I'm back in, in the 50s and I wasn't even born then. Okay? So, you see, and I, I have family members that that die hard 100%, you know, believe in God with everything they, they hold dear. And rightfully so. I guess if you follow the path of, you know, the Lord, you know, good things come to you eventually. That's the way it sounds like. But for me, when I was uh, sitting up in that hospital back in December, I thought about a lot of stuff. I thought about my mother who had just passed, my family who is now completely disbanded, friends, my daughter, her mother, everything. And I'm, you know, sitting here in this bed and I'm losing weight by the day, you know, breathing air through an oxygen tube that, you know, if I didn't have it, I probably would have died. Had all these tubes hooked up to me and everything. I'm just like, why is this happening to me? What the hell did I do to get covid the way I did. And then my my thinking shifted to why am I still here? I mean, I haven't and never have tried suicide since 1988, which I you know described in detail one on one of my podcasts. I could have t- I could have took myself out that day. Blew my whole entire damn head off. But as I say, and people, like I said, I say it, and people, they don't hold their tongues anymore, so I keep it to myself. But something stopped me from doing it. It wasn't me, because I was really, really ready to go. I was ready to blow my whole head off in my dad's, my dad and my stepmother's bedroom, where they could find me, with my dad's snub nose 38 in my hand. I was, I had it pat way down. My dad had hollow point bullets. Them hollow points, they are no joke. Once it goes in, you can't take it back. But something stopped me. And then, the struggling, poor people, rich people, is enough to make you want to just jump jump a bridge and just say, fuck it. But, people's faith is what they say kept them from doing things 
like I just mentioned. They believe in God so much that they think, okay, look, the only thing you got to do is, you know, you know, praise God and say your prayers and, you know, thank God for what you got and everything else. And that's totally understandable. But sometimes I ask myself, especially the way the world is right now, is God even fucking listening? Seriously. I'm not trying to be a debatable person. I'm not trying to get on nobody's nerves. I'm just asking the question that does he give a damn anymore? I mean, if you watch it, if you look through from looking down at us and you see all the violence that goes on on a daily fucking basis every day, 24-7, like fucking 7-Eleven every damn day, you would think you'd be like, <laughs> I gave them chances after chances after fucking chances. Maybe I should just step away. Maybe that's what he did. And uh, people are in an uproar about pretty much any damn thing. They're so fucking sensitive you can't say anything that's even a joke without somebody jumping in your ass about it. And people, seems to me, do not believe in anything. You know, they probably don't believe God. They don't probably believe any damn thing. And it's scary to think that way. But for me, I survived, knock on wood. And I am here to testify that I am, um, I didn't think about anything when I was in the hospital. I was hoping if somebody prayed for me, I thank you. But in my reality, especially the way I think now, it wouldn't have bothered me if COVID took me. Seriously. I, I, um, like I said, I'm not a confidence person. I'm not. I don't have self-esteem. That's a big fucking joke to me. And, um, the way I felt about 1988 not eating that bullet when I should have, I felt the same way about COVID now. I've not had a suicidal thought in my head since that day. Something in me said, you know if you do this shit to yourself, your dad's going to submit to you as a crazy son of a bitch. My dad called me crazy a lot. He uh, you know, thought I was not all there, thought I was mentally challenged, like pretty much everybody. And uh, he's, you know, he thought there was something wrong with me. So by me shooting myself with his gun, that would have cemented that, yes, there was something fucking wrong with this kid. And he would have probably told every damn body the same thing. So I didn't do it. I clicked the damn thing twice. If I would have clicked it three, I wouldn't be doing podcasts or any damn thing else. I'll be pushing up daisies. But what I'm trying to say is, is that it was not God that stopped me from doing it. Now, people use the word of God for everything. Digging women's pants, to uh, get some money out of people, to get these lavish cars and big churches and everything else in the world. There was a pastor in my church long ago who was currently serving 54 years for a child molestation. Hope you're riding hell, by the way. 
And the only reason why he was a pastor is that he was molesting kids on the side. He was a sick fucker. That's what it was. So why in the hell would somebody appoint a man who does that to teenagers, to girls, whatever? It don't make no sense to me. Never has. But it's one of our many God's mysteries. And it's not just, like I said, it's not just black people. Other pastors, uh, like Jim Baker and um, Jimmy Swaggart, um, boatload Jim Jones, oh God, Jim Jones, he's roasting in hell, hopefully, for what he did, but they all use the word of God to give over on people. David Koresh, another one. He was up there preaching at the damn Branch Davidian to these people who looked like they had nothing else left in them. They had no place to go. They didn't, you know, have no families, no friends, nothing. So you got this guy over here in Waco up here telling you that, you know, God loves you. And of course you're going to be like, oh, okay. So he came out there and lived with him and everything until the damn thing turned to a fireball. He thought he was God. Which I find very funny because I didn't even think God wore, wore eyeglasses. Just a thought. And uh, Jim Jones, again, led all these people out here to this damn jungle out in the middle of nowhere. And preached to them day and night, night and day. And he killed, had people killed. And he killed a boatload of other people. With a little concoction we like to call Kool-Aid. All under the name of God. Jimmy Swaggart. Flipping prostitutes. In the name of God. The pastor I just I just mentioned. He raped the teenagers. Gave them clothes so they can keep quiet and everything. He did that under the word of fucking God. So... It's kind of hard to, you know, anybody can can not believe or believe that there's a God in existence. But the thing is, though, the ones that have used his name to do all the shit I just mentioned makes it really bad to know or to think that there is one. Because this man did this to these girls and he did it for a very long time until one of them spoke up. You took all these people out to this jungle and killed them all with cyanide. The list is a mile fucking long. But then you think of preachers like Jimmy's, like Billy Graham. And, you know, he preached all over the world and God's word and stuff like that. And I never met the man. He seemed like he was a very genuine guy. And he doesn't look like somebody that will swindle you out a million dollars because... You just got to have the new bit.ly to get the church in. And then we get to the, you know, crazy cult type of God worshipers. Like Ku Klux Klansmen going to a church to praise Jesus and praise God. Joseph can put some hoods on their head to go burn a cross in the next door neighbor's yard because it's a black church. Or burn it down for that matter. 
And yes, they did do that. Oh, praise the Lord. We're going to go out here and burn this damn cross where these, these negros are sitting and we're just going to let it burn and hope they burn in hell for it. Really? Way to go. I'm glad you went to church before you did all that. Westbury Baptist Church or Westbury Church and um, their leader showing up at funerals for soldiers and saying that they're all going to burn in hell. Fred Phelps, I think it was. I don't. I can't remember the man's name. Who gives a shit? Going to these people's funerals and calling them out and saying that you know gay people are going to burn in hell for sleeping with other men and women and you know just spewing hate wherever they went. He's dead now, so it doesn't really matter. But the point I'm getting at is, ladies and gentlemen, people can use the word of God in so many damn ways you can be genuine about it or you can be a scammer about it you could be the one that helps somebody out or don't help a damn person at all you could be a one that works every day just like I do doesn't have a nice little luxurious car like I don't and stuff like that and still preach the good word on Sunday and then again there's uns that need to have a clear jet to fly to places to quote unquote preach the gospel there's a lot of those out there evangelists as they call it but then people start thinking you know what <sighs> screw it I don't believe in none of that shit and just become a straight up atheist there is no God there is no devil there is no heaven no hell there is the ground there is the dirt you're dead you are now worm food <laughs> touchy subject like I said. So, somebody asked me once, do I believe in God? Well, I've been kind of uh, hesitant, really. Death has came to my family many, many times. He has taken some great people away from me. My uncle, my dad, and my mother being the biggest ones. I know that they are hopefully in a good place. I know they're not in pain anymore. And um, I miss them all every day. But uh, being, I'm kind of, uh, kind of mad at you know, God right now. I have no problem saying that. And... He um, seems to took a blind eye to what's actually happening out here with the things that he created. And, uh, you know, after my mother passed away, I was just like, wow. So it's kind of hard to say, you know, thank God and, you know, praise the Lord and all that type of stuff with me because right now I'm completely behind the fence. Because I don't know, you know if I should worship him or not. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You got up this morning, your eyes open, you got out of the bed, you can walk, you can talk. You ain't got no foreign diseases or anything else. You should be praising him every day. Yeah, you're right, I should be. But the thing is, what about those that are way more worse off than I am? Homeless people. You know, sex traffickers, 
sex traffickees, uh, kids with cancer, and everything else that happens in this damn world on a daily basis. Where's God at for that? It's one thing when a, a full-grown adult is a disease like cancer and tried to fight it. It is a totally different fucking story when a baby, two-year-old, three-year-old, infants, get that shit. Who in the hell would conflict putting something like that on a baby? They haven't even started their life yet. And they're already starting to fucking fight for it. Little kids and teenage, and I mean, little kids losing their arms and legs because of cancer. Losing their hair. They don't know what the hell's going on. They're, they're innocent. They're kids. So you mean to tell me that, that even that could get God to show his face or whatever? That never made any sense to me. I mean, those St. Jude's commercials when they come on, kids on there talking and stuff, and all their hair is gone for chemo, and they're skinny, they're pale looking and everything. But where was God at? in all this no kid should ever freaking fucking have that type of big disease like that at their age no hell it's not even good when adults get that shit so where the hell's God at for that why in the hell did why did it where was it at when my mom was suffering with her dementia where was it? Every damn day for for maybe seven, maybe eight years, I see my mother decline, decline, decline. Not knowing what day it is, but what what's it doing outside? What's on TV? What remote to use? I seen her crumble right in front of me, and she suffered with it and everything else and my question is where the hell was God at where was he my mother suffered pretty much to the day she died and she didn't need that need that she didn't same thing with my father he um, had throat cancer and lung cancer was God then? Yeah, my dad was not a fucking saint. He wasn't. But he was still my father and I still loved him. I was named after him for Christ's sake. So where the hell was God at when my dad was suffering with this this damn disease for a whole fucking year? Where was he? You got people shooting up things here and there and shooting people, shooting kids and all that type of shit. Where the hell is God at? Tell me that. Because I cause I'm completely fucking dumbfounded. And I don't mean to be that way. Really, seriously, I don't mean to be that way. But damn it, there's a lot of shit going on down here in this big world of ours. We don't know what the hell's coming next. None of us do. 
And then people tend to get mad at other people for not worshiping God, their God, you know, worshiping God like the people do. You know, there's different religions all over this damn world. And all of them have a God or some kind of God-like figure involved. But you get mad at them for worshiping the way they do and getting bent out of shape and everything else. I don't get that. Why the hell are you getting mad at him for? He, if they want to worship the God, call him Allah, you know, call him Jesus, whatever. What problem is that with you? Why does that bother you? It's not because of you. They're not worshiping to you. They're worshiping to their God. And then there is the almighty atheists. Like I said, they don't believe any of that shit. And some get that way by what they seen, what they heard. And some just think he doesn't exist. So why the hell... You know, praise something that I don't believe in. Now, I'm not saying that I'm an atheist. I'm not saying that. But there's a, this past two years now, almost, there'll be a two years in next March if this stuff keeps going on the way it's going. I mean, all those people that died from this shit, I almost fucking died of it. Where in the hell was God at? Why in the hell did he put me in the hospital instead of letting me go to my mother's funeral? Why did let his, my dad suffer for a whole fucking year and die with his fucking eyes open? My best friend's ex-husband dying out the blue where was God at he was in the fucking shower for crying out loud (laughs) where was he at why did he take him why why did he take any of those people that I just mentioned yeah they're in peace and everything but if that's true but why they haven't done anything got these people out here just blasting away at each other and not giving a care about who the hell's around them or what the hell they doing it for or nothing. They're still here. But my mother's gone. Why in the hell is that happening? It pisses me off. So people that are atheists, they have their reasons. And they um, think that all the stuff that's happening on this world, there's no God involved at all, period. Soldiers get that way, being shell-shocked or gun-shy or whatever else they want to call it. Women get like that when they lose a husband or a boyfriend or a child or whatever. But didn't what? It's it. I just don't get it. I really don't. 
But the thing is, though, like I said before, death is the ultimate what is on the other side of that. After you pass away and your body's sitting there laying there or whatever the hell it's doing, what happens after that? No one knows. That's why everybody's scared of it. Now, do you go with a guy to where you're going? Is he there staying there waiting for you when you, after you pass on? Who the hell is it? Is it God himself or is it one of his messengers? His angels? Whatever else. Do you feel pain after you're dead? No one knows that shit. And the last but not least, is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Is there a God? Is there a Lucifer? Do bad people actually do go to hell? Do good people still go to heaven? No one knows. It's the most biggest mystery out of all. Because you won't know until you're gone. <laughs> I mean, do you get up to the pearly gates, as they call them? And there's somebody there saying, okay, well, you're a little bit late, but yeah, come on in. Or do they send you straight down the hill for whatever you did on earth? I don't get it. And people have used... Jim Baker, for example, he used the God's name to do exactly what he did, which was steal fucking money. And instead of taking, you know, the punishment like he was supposed to, he cowers away and started crying, crying like a bitch. I remember that as sure as I'm sitting in this damn chair. Where was the God at then there, Jimmy? God got tired of your bullshit, I guess. Well, you're not going to use my damn name to get these people's money out of their pockets. Sorry. You have got to go. And now he's back at it again. Preaching. The man just got out of prison not too long ago, but still. You go back to the same hustle you did before you went to jail. What got you thrown in jail? And all preachers have a thing for young ladies. They will preach to you and tell you that you're wrong, you're sinning and everything. And then the next thing you know, they're trying to palm your ass at a club that they're not supposed to be in because they're supposed to be God-fearing people. That's the biggest contradiction of them all using the word of the Holy Spirit to get in this girl's draws. You should be shot in your fucking head for that shit. Especially if the damn girl's underage. And I've seen people go to a damn club and dance, 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 and everything else, drink every damn thing else, whatever, and then go straight to church the next damn day. Probably to, you know, beg forgiveness for everything they did in that club last night. Do you think he actually listens to you? Did he listen to any of us? I wonder sometimes. And I sit here and I think about it. And I wonder if God's like looking down at us and he's saying, I gave these people a planet. 
I gave them water, means to eat, means to work, and everything else in the world. And this is how they repaid me. If there is one. Maybe he took a step back and said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just duke it out with themselves. I'm just going to stand here and watch until they want me to intervene. That'll probably never happen. At least as far as I know. But I am not a preacher. I am not a evangelist. I'm not a, you know, Judas priest, none of that shit. But I am a guy that likes to ask questions. And my question is, where in the hell is God? Where is he? You see all this stuff that's going on down here? These people need some damn guidance. They need to calm the fuck down, too, when they're at it. But where is God in all this? And it's and it's the biggest mystery of any mystery on this damn planet. Does he exist? Does he not exist? There was somebody, somebody actually was a Jesus Christ that walked the earth and everything else, or was it just a Bible, you know, cut of you know, whatever? Maybe somebody was a cosmic joke or something. Who the hell knows? But people have used the word of God in good and bad ways. And the bad ones are the worst. You've taken people's money out of their pocket that they they were going to pay their rent for, all because they got to pay their tithes. Reverend Posley was good for that. He would stop in the middle of a damn sermon that he's preaching to cuss us all out because there was no money that folded in, you know, the tithes. What is all this change doing in there? Now, why are you stopping preaching to jump in our asses about money when you should be just preaching and not worried about it? And there's other reasons why I say this. When I was here back in 1988, 89, when I was still living here, I was molested by an organist player. Yeah, I have no problem saying that now. If you would ask me this 20 years ago, I probably would have been just screaming my head off. But it's been so damn long. But he was an organist player. And he um, caught me off guard in my house. And he... um, pulled a knife on me says you scream bitch and I will cut your ass and he did what he did and he was an organist player in my church I um That kind of stilled me to going to church after that. It made me that and also my um, my uncle passing. My dad passing. Yeah, all those. Tom made me leery about walking into a church. 
made me leery about listening to the man that's preaching. Because he could be preaching to you and telling you to do good. And they're doing bad them their, their damn selves. Telling you to pay your tithes when they when some people can't even pay their damn rent. So you can look good. Wear nice suits and every damn thing else. In the name of the Lord, of course. <sighs> Buying houses that cost more than most most apartments. All for the Lord, of course. Because the Lord told them that they had to live lavish. So they get it through you. Taking trips to the Bahamas. And, which, in my case, if you ask me, is a big damn red flag. Because what pastor goes to the Bahamas? Bully scantily clad bikini-wearing people there, jumping in pools and everything like that. You're a preacher. What the hell are you doing there? You ain't there to preach. So what the hell are you doing there? Sleeping around with some of the congregation. All that shit. And I know if there is a God, he has to intervene in some kind of way. Because the human race right now is a clusterfuck. We have converted back to ways that should have been dead one or two hundred damn years ago. Racism being the biggest one. Should have been dead long ago. Still around. Actually worse than ever now. You got uh, teenagers that can't spell ABC but they can tell you how to screw somebody. Tell you I smoke weed. How to steal a car. How to steal a gun. How to shoot somebody. How to go to jail. Where does God in all this? And the one place that gets me every fucking time I hear this. You got a hardened ass criminal. He been busting crime, been doing crime since he could walk. Robbing people, killing people, whatever the hell you think is necessary to get himself a buy. And then they go to prison pretty much for the rest of their life. And all of a sudden, they find God. Oh, the Lord has forgiven me for killing these 14 people in his house because he says I'm a child of God and everything else. Really? Wow. Okay. Where the fuck was he at when you were doing all that? Where was he at when you were beating up on his old lady because she's Asian? Where was he in? Why in the hell did he didn't step in and stop you from killing these 14 people? So you know you can't kill these people. What the hell's wrong with you? And then that's not the only thing either. Some people come up there and praise Jesus for, you know, getting a bunch of money. Which is okay. Or getting narcotics. Getting some alcohol, whatever. Everything that you're not supposed to do in the Lord's name. So, they take advantage and use the word of the Lord to do all these things. And sometimes it makes you really wonder if if the man upstairs actually is upstairs. I wonder that for the last week. My life is in a shit show right now. And 
I have, um, I'm not saying gave up. I'm close. But um, you add the fact that I don't think of myself very much anyway. And you got a recipe for disaster. And I'm not going to say that God is not looking out for me. But I'm not saying he won't either. But like I said, it's a very touchy subject. And it's a subject that people tend to walk away from because they're not religious freaks or whatever. You know, you eat and breathe and, you know, snore the Lord every day. Then, you know, you're going to believe anything that has anything to do with God. But there are some out there that will do just that to get something from you. They will use the word of the Lord to tell them that you don't need to strip down to your panties and let me, you know, plant my seed in fertile soil and all that bullshit. They take the name of God and they they just destroy it. And then you got mega churches. Got five, ten, fifteen thousand members of this one church. And they listen to this one man about the Lord's word. And then they go out and go shoot up a club or something. But the way I look at it is that no one believes in him until they have to. I was in a flip over in 2016. I was in Nebraska. I was in a, you know, basically a wreck. And the van flipped on its driver's side, scared the holy shit out of me and the guy I was driving. Now, when it was sliding in, when it was sliding into the ditch, a lot of stuff went through my head. I would never see my family again. I would never see my wife again. I'll never see my daughter again, friends, cousins, nope, nobody. And not, I am not afraid of death. I'm not. But if that van, if I would have gone any faster and that van would have flipped any more, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you guys. I would be a dead ass. But... Some people say that God chose to spare my life. And I wonder why. I've been a placement for pretty much everybody that I know. I've been used and I've been called a lot of things. So that God, if there was, is one, left me here so other people can use my torment against me. Maybe so. Maybe I was born to be a cosmic joke. Could be that too. But either way, where was God at when I was being bullied every fucking day from kindergarten to the 12th grade? Where was he at? Why didn't he throw these guys against the wall or something and told me to leave me alone and he's a God-fearing child and everything else. 
Seriously. It makes you think. And some people find it very weird that I don't figure myself as being anybody. And, you know, having, you know, confidence to say that I'm the best thing in everything else in the world. Why? So somebody can come by and say, no, the fuck you ain't. You ain't shit. And then walk away. Where was God then? I don't get it. Probably never will. But either way, if you are a person that goes to church on Sunday and you read the Bible and you listen to the sermon, the preacher's preaching, and they sing and they dance and everything else, you gotta wonder if he is listening to you. Is he actually hearing your prayer? When you say in Jesus' name, Amen. Does he's like, okay, I got you. Some people think that's true. And there's some that think there's nothing. Depends on a person. Some people take, you know, God and pray him when they need something or want to pass something or whatever. And then there's some that don't praise him at all. Because they think that with all the stuff that's going on here, there's no God to be found anymore. And then some people take it way too far and do a lot of dumb ass shit with it. What I mean dumb, I mean like taking people's money, life savings, you know, uh, sleeping around, whatever. And using the word of God they did all that or murderers that killed thousands of people go into prison for buku years and all of a sudden you're a born again Christian Klansmen again going to church and praising God and thanking everybody to be there and everything just so you can go to this damn church down the road that's a black church and burn it down to the fucking cinders where was God at? All those slaves on those ships. Where was he at then? Where? So, once this is over, this podcast here, you got to sit and think about that. I'm not telling you what to do, because nobody likes to be told what to do. But it's true. Just, you know, consider like... Yeah, he does have a point. Yes, I do have a point. With all the shit that's going on down here right now, us wearing masks like we're in a really bad Mortal Kombat movie, where was God at to stop this shit? It was man-made. It's basically a fucking plague. I'm not even calling it a damn pandemic no more. It's a plague. And it jumps from person to person to person. Some people survive, like myself, or people die. Going between. And people are arguing and fighting and everything else. Political views are out the fucking yin yang because everybody gets pissed off one way or the other. And where is God in all this? 
The only time you hear about God anywhere or any politician talking about it anywhere is in when they're being sworn in. You got their right hand on the Bible and their left hand in the sky. So help me God. Famous last words. So, ladies and gentlemen, if I riled you up, if I made you mad, if I pissed you off, my apologies. But sometimes you have got to ask that fucking question. You see everything that goes on on TV every day, on your your smartphones, whatever. And where in the hell is God at during all this? Is he sitting there like, man, just let them go ahead and do what they're going to do. They're going to do it anyway. Let them be stupid. Let them be crazy. Let them kill each other, blow each other up, whatever. Maybe one day they'll get their head out their ass and then I'll interfere. Because that seems like that's what's happening. And then some people seem so much that they're not trying to worship him at all. Before I go, um, like I said, my brother's an atheist. And um, rightfully so. He has served overseas a few times. And he says some of the shit that he's seen really got him to thinking that there is no such thing as God anywhere in that in overseas. Not after what he's seen. No, and I think his same applies over here. Seems like nobody gives a damn no more. So where the hell is God for that? Think about that. But that is my word. So with that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the Black Hand 2.0. Please join me next week when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I'll see you guys down the road. Good eye, America, wherever you are. And um, if you are a person that praises God no matter what, more power to you. If you're one that thinks that God's the biggest damn hoax of them, we're all of them all. Sorry, more power to you. <clears throat> but one thing is perfectly clear: every damn one of us are going to meet something after we're gone. When we close our eyes for the very last time, one journey ends, another begins. What we will see, what we will be doing, is beyond me. So prepare yourselves. You guys have a nice weekend. Peace.